You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. What's up, High Rollers? This is Jared Logan, and you're listening to Blades in the Dark Haunted City here on the Glass Cannon Network, the show where we roll them bones and create so much awesome. With me, as always, is my crazy crew of incredible scoundrels who like to whack them up and Imagineer incredible action for you. Josephine, Ross, and Abu! What's up, dudes? Wow, that's really Come, impressive. Coming yeah. in extra hot, killer intro, dude. That was amazing. Sick, sick intro, bro. Roll a six and make sure it sticks. <laughs> okay, heck yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm staying lit, rolling crits. Oh uh, yeah, baby. Today's oh, show. There it is. Today's show is gonna have so much awesome. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh. uh, the disdain radiating from Jared. <laughs> That's what I do. I radiate disdain. It uh, actually helps to, uh, when you're GMing. Okay. <laughs> so this is a show where we play Blades in the Dark, the incredible game by John Harper and Evil Hat. Buy it at a bookstore soon uh, if you don't already have it and then play it. Uh, I am uh, so happy that we are back today. Uh, probably will be a score, but before we get into that, Abu was just telling us about something called the the Liver King. Yeah, man. So look, <laughs> like just before we got into this uh, into this beautiful session, which I'm, I'm hoping will you know wipe my memory clean, I just watched a man <laughs> with his, I believe, his son on 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 what they call the Tok Tick Tick Tok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eat fucking bulls balls raw. Why did you watch that? Because bulls, it was bulls, on bulls? The, it was like 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 literally he's holding this 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 guy looks I don't know he, he, I look I mean I I feel like he might be American I have a feeling that's the case uh, but anyway <laughs> he might um, be the most American <laughs> like he's literally he's he's got like a wolf head. Like wolf sheep hair, like whatever the fuck on him. He's like ripped to shit. I don't know why. Probably because he eats bulls balls. Anyway. And he's literally holding black, like bulls balls, which are pretty huge. Um, like with his son and he's like eating the scrotum. Like it's like a bush tucker trial from freaking, um, you know, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, which is a actually a very good, uh, uh reality uh, show here in. <laughs> In the UK, I, I actually quite enjoy it. But the point is, is that like he's just, and like I didn't realize this, but he just eats his, 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 his diet is raw meat. So like he would catch a fish in the sea and just eat it or like, um, well, you know, that- chicken breasts and, and eat it. And I, uh, I would, uh, in this country, we have a term for that and it's, uh, carnival geek. <laughs> huh? <laughs> a carnival geek. It's someone that they would, well, they would keep in a cage at the carnival and they would throw <laughs> right. them raw meat and they would 
people would pay a penny to see the, the mean, geek eat meat. Well, 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 I don't have to pay a penny. I can watch it on TikTok for free. TikTok is a, is a digital sideshow, uh, sure. Oh, sure it is. Through. Yeah. That's a very uh, good point. Honestly, I mean, this guy, yeah. is, I don't even know how this is even allowed. Like, he's literally, he's got, he's got bulls the size of fucking, <laughs> like, like bells. And he's, how and did he's, he get those bulls? Wow. I've, I've, Just I've go been, to your friendly neighborhood butcher and ask for, the scrot. ask for the, the scrotum of a, of a, of a bull. Can yeah. you hook me up with some scrotum? <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. It was, just, it, it was so weird. It was so surreal. I I, I don't know what. It's, I don't know how you uh, kept watching. I wish that I didn't know who you're talking about, but alas, I do. Of you course know? you do. Of I'm course aware Ross of the liver knows. King. This guy. Why is he, yeah. Wait, why is he called Liver King? Because he's raw favorite liver. Thing to eat is raw livers. Yeah, and his whole thing is yeah that he that he's like all into. <laughs> having a mostly or all meat diet much of it raw and it's like yeah he's just ripping into organ meats and has a body that is like only possible with insane amounts of human growth hormone and uh <laughs> genuinely steroids. On, on roids like absolutely like and i bet you know people out there have tried to eat his diet i'm looking him up. they will look like him honestly you will be yeah <laughs> Yeah, look, I don't – for me, for me to make fun of anybody's Joseph, appearance. I mean, the look on your face. What, wait, what does he look like? Wait, now I have to look it up. He looks like a leather bag full of basketballs. <laughs> He's a, I just – I'm um, amazed. I'm look, amazed that I stumbled across this on TikTok, man. No, I he think looked, I see him. He looks like an asshole, to be frank. I mean, you're <laughs> – you're not supposed to turn yourself into a science experiment, dipshit. Like, uh, and, and there's absolutely no reason to eat raw balls. Like, balls are something that should be cared for. Yeah, why do you want to eat them? Caressed. Isn't it? Oh, no. He's slamming them on tables. Like, imagine. Imagine. Balls, balls should be pampered and treated well. <laughs> <laughs> he has 4.2 million followers. Yeah. Yeah. A leak of his private emails revealed that he had spent over $11,000 a month on anabolic steroids. Oh, he calls 000. it hashtag ancestral living. I want to yeah. die. Like this is, this is yeah. the guy. No, is, no culture, is... no ancestral culture lived like that. No. Oh my God. I will say Abu TikTok, I believe the algorithm brings you stuff. It's pretty sure you'll like. Yeah. Really? Or, yeah. Or at least get a rise out of you. It's not, it's, it's not necessarily like, it's just stuff you're going to re react to on a visceral level. Oh, so checkmate once again, TikTok. Oh, Check man. me. You win, Chinese government. If you know only there I really was... like on TikTok, though. Who's that? Grim Shakes. Have you seen the Grim Shake, uh, like, mm. uh, like trend? This may woefully date our, our episode, but Grimace's, <laughs> it was just Grimace's <laughs> birthday. No you probably know. What's uh, the Grim Shake? What's the Grim Shake trend? Oh, man. It's, it's, I think it is one of the, most like you know when social that social media has those moments of like fantastic artwork like genius work i think 
Harlem Shake was one of them, personally. I think the Harlem Shakes were quite a good <laughs> You thought that the Harlem Shakes were a moment of fantastic artwork. It was, no, because, that, no, just hear me out, man. Just hear me out, yeah? Like, it's the, the yes. scenarios and situations in which people were able to kind of, con- like, it wasn't a, the fact, like, it okay, you got some, yeah, it was fun. But, like, people did it very cleverly, right? So, th- my point is, with the Grim Shake, it's even, like, doubly, right? Because Grim, Grimace is the, uh, is the, the purple monster from McDonald's, right? Everyone forgot about him, her, um, them, um, and didn't know, you know, they, no, one, no one gave a crap. The point is, come out this Grimshake thing, which is like this purple milkshake, and people on TikTok and on other social medias, they're like, oh, it's Grimace's birthday. Happy birthday, Grimace. I can't <laughs> wait to try your, your, your Grimace shake. And then like, they take a sip and then it just turns into a horror film. Like something out of hereditary. <laughs> and honestly, the brilliance of what these people put themselves through is phenomenal. Like I, there was, there was this one guy who was like, Oh yeah, happy birthday, Grimace. Oh, I can't wait to try your shake. And then he tries it. He's like, mm, it tastes really. And then he's just convulsing by a river, like covered in like purple Grimace milkshake. Just like, and I'm like, this is fantastic. This is like pure horror in like 15 seconds. You know, when like vines yeah. were a thing. Yeah. Like, it's like that level of genius. Like, oh my God, you can actually entertain me for like 15 seconds and I, I feel great out of it. What I like about the Grimace Shake is it's a moment that like, it's a moment like companies want to manufacture viral moments for themselves. And in a way, the Grimace's birthday Grimace Shake was that. It's like, this is a kind of kooky and like irony winking at the kooky character of Grimace. But the TikTok trend of it, turn it where like, it's impossible for them to spin this and to get ahead oh, of it man. and make it, oh, I guess ultimately McDonald's wins <laughs> at the wins in some way, because if you want to make one of these videos yourself, you do have to yeah. purchase a Grimace shake, but yep. like, but the, the underlying message of these videos is that the Grimace shake is psychedelic poison that will drive you mad. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. It's yeah. so now, good. It sounds very amusing, but I think I'd rather. Read Leo Tolstoy's Anna Karenina or uh, listen to Chopin being played. The disdain radiator has entered the shed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sort of art I enjoy? Uh, it's the kind you might find at LACMA or uh, uh, right. at an art museum. Well, those might be the kind of characters that you're into, Jared, but I like the characters of the McDonald Land universe. Uh, <laughs> Birdie, Grimace, and the little known ones like Captain Crook, the filet of fish analog oh, to the yeah. hamburglar, and, uh, oh, and man. Grimace's uncle, Uncle O'Grimacy, who pur- uh, the purveyor of the uh, shamrock shake. Genius. <laughs> is that a real guy? Uncle O'Grimacy is real. You can look it up. Holy. Wow. wow. He's an Irish Grimace. An Irish, uh, yeah, is he, he's green, right? Impressed by he's a big green grimace with a little, history. with a little bowler hat and a. Now that I'm describing him, there is probably some sort of cultural stereotyping <laughs> taking place with Uncle O'Grimacy. Yeah, you think you think that Uncle O'Grimacy might? Yeah, Shin, yeah. Shin Fein may have released a statement. Yeah, oh I think Uncle, Uncle O'Grimacy is. Uncle O'Grimacy is hanging out in limbo with Speedy Gonzalez and a couple other characters that we would rather not remember. Um, all right. All that said, we got to play the game. So a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Mm. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. 
The city of Irondale is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded, well, the city center is surrounded by crackling lightning barriers. <laughs> Outside the city is a wasteland of the ravening undead. They become like animals. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy, colonial f- officials, and pickpockets. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Irondale are the blades in the dark. I keep yeah. trying to do it without my brain malfunctioning, and that it's was, not. That was great. It was like, uh, life is cheap. <laughs> life is cheap. Um, all right. I, I got through it. Okay. So, uh, brief recap. Our characters are in Severos. They are in Irondale, a city in Severos. They have most recently invaded the fortress of a scientist named Fabio Boltzmann, from which they have liberated a mutant named Una. They have also found out that someone from, uh, some ones perhaps, from Akaros have come to find them. A a noble ship has uh, docked itself up the coast and... People from that ship have been looking around for the remnant here in Irondale. After this discovery, they decided to investigate it on their own, but they uh, noticed that there was a lot of Imperial activity here in Irondale, and they learned that there has been an attempted coup in Duskfall, and members of the nobility are fighting the Imperial government in Duskfall. They also mentioned to an Imperial military lieutenant... That uh, about the ship that they were about to investigate, and that has uh, thrown a, a, a kind of a wrench in the gears of their original plan to go and take the goods from the ship themselves. It looks like the Imperial military now wants a piece of this action. They have to monitor any ships coming in. They're locking down all of Irondale, and they have now asked the Remnant to join them in this attack on this this noble ship. That has uh, that has docked up the coast. That is an unofficial, unrecorded uh, ship to have landed here. So let's set the scene. You are in the room in the office of the Imperial Military uh, on Drury Street here in Irondale, and Keela, the informant, is there, uh, as well as uh, the uh, Peach Fuzz goatee lieutenant and his captain. Uh, who was the one who just asked you if your crew, the Remnant, would help them take the ship. And let's start with him explaining why. He looks at the four of you, because Keela is there, and says, These ships are often armed with uh, big guns, cannon that could potentially cause some losses on our side. I'd just as soon forego having my men blasted with cannonballs. I'm looking for a small crew of daring individuals who'd be willing to get on the ship and shut down the guns so that we can take it by force. Keeler here tells me you're just the rogues to try such a thing. I can assure you you would be well compensated and you will have done a great service to the Emperor. How much is the compensation, (laughs) sir? Well, I'd say 
the good regard of the Emperor is nothing to sneeze at. Wouldn't you? Absolutely. Well, we all appreciate uh, good regard, but how does good regard express itself in more material terms? (laughs) Exactly. Very well, I didn't expect you to be uh, patriotic. Therefore, I can offer you... He confers with the lieutenant. It looks like we have six coin in the treasury. Well, I, uh, guess we're going to be putting our lives on the line for six coin. <clears throat> yes, these cannons sound awfully dangerous. Mm. So, you need folk who can lead us to get in, skulk in, find our way to the, uh, munitions, shut down their guns. So, is it... Do you know enough about the makeup of these ships where you know if these, um, guns are all connected to a central power source? Unfortunately, these aren't Imperial ships. The nobility maintain, design, build these ships, and each of them is customized to the individual house that sails it. Therefore, I do not have an exact schematic. I only know that we're looking at a smaller Corsair and not one of the large Leviathan hunters. Thank God. Hmm. Thank her. Thank the Church of Ecstasy that we're not. (laughs) I wouldn't say God. I would say thank Thank you, demons of the pit that we're not dealing with a Leviathan hunter. Hmm. Right. And, um. How about. Ugh, it's fine. No, what are you going to say, my love? Oh. We must remain undetected. Yes? Well, I'd recommend doing so, unless you want a cannon in the kisser yourself. Yes. Yes, but what of those aboard? What of the property aboard? Are you particularly attached to it? We need a way to sweeten this deal, you see. I should say that all the property aboard belongs to the Empire after we take that ship. And I better not find anything missing. Because that is outside the purview of the mission I'm giving you if you want to earn your sixth coin. And now I can tell you that the sergeant, the original guy you met behind, uh, the original guy you met on the street is standing like far behind him in a crowd of other people. And he looks at Alden and goes, Mm-hmm. Great. Um, okay. Then um, we'll stick to the purview of our mandate then. To go in, it's just a bit of sabotage. <sighs> yes, we're good at sabotage, aren't we? Indeed, not a problem. You've come to the right folks. So let's begin our score. Yeah. The Imperial military escorts you and Keela up the coast, not too far. 
you know, maybe two hours journey up the coast. Okay. And um, you are going through some old petrified trees that sort of block the wind off of a bay. And in all of this time, you have planned your score. So let us go to the score. Uh, first of all, what type of score do you think that it will be? <clears throat> uh, definitely. Um... Will it be an assault? Are you going to run straight at them? Will it be deception? Nope. Will it be stealth, occult, social, or transport? I think stealth, right? Stealth. Yeah. Stealth seems that- like the most. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Stealth. Very good. Then you need to give me the point of infiltration. Okay, it's 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 docked, right? Yes, or- sort of. It, it's sort of like it's not even docked, really, because there's no dock out there. It's Is sort it like of like anchored out. Down? It's anchored out in the bay. Yeah, I might have oh, used damn. the word okay. docked before, and that is not what I meant. Okay. Apologies. Well, um, you said it was by the coast. It is. Yeah. So we could uh, either row or swim to it, yeah. depending on how far it is, and then uh, climb aboard. If it's anchored, yeah. then it has anchor cables descending down that could be climbed. If, um, or just, I mean, in the point of infiltration for a, for a stealthy sabotage like this, we'd either be climbing, yeah, we'd be climbing on somehow. Yeah. And I think we should do it in the night as well. So mm-hmm. Good thing it's always night, baby. It's always night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so your okay. point of infiltration is climbing up the anchor from the water. Um, is, that, is that what you're telling me? That was a, a pitch. Unless somebody's got yeah, climbing up, but finding, I think, a, a window or hole or something to climb within as opposed to going over the top. What do you think? Yeah, if we could find a porthole. Yeah. Let us say that you suspect that the anchor is large enough that there will be an opening that can fit a person once you climb up yeah. the anchor. Does that mm-hmm. sound correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, great. Let's do the engagement roll. You get one die automatically. You get... You... You've been on one of these ships before. <clears throat> A much larger one, but you've been on the crucifix, right? So mm-hmm. I'll give you a second die for that. You've also faced the Leviathan Hunters before, and these are definitely nobles perhaps allied with the Leviathan Hunters as a faction. So I'll give you a third die for that. But they are just generally, like, their their faction is much more powerful than you, Okay. So I'm going to take away a die for that, and I'm going to roll two dice for you for your engagement roll. If we get a one to three, if we get a one to three, you're in a desperate position. If we get a four or five, you're in a risky position. If we get a six or a critical, you're in a controlled position to start. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Here goes the dice. And I just rolled a six and a six. Oh, what does that mean? Wow. It is a critical. What? Do yes. we just win the score automatically and get double the coin? Oh, fantastic. Let's <laughs> get double time, the guys. coin. Hey, money. <laughs> now, um, okay. So let's see here. Outcomes. If uh, a critical carries the action beyond the initial obstacle, deeper into the action of the score. That means wow. that you guys have already taken a boat out 
in the undercover of night. You've already climbed up the anchor and you're inside the boat already. Incredible. And uh, you're in the dark and you are beside like the giant winch Jeez that controls. You're in, the, you're in the machinery of the of the like the anchor system here. Um, and uh, it, it gives a lot of cover because there's a lot of machinery and gears and doodads here. And you're down kind of in the belly of the ship where there's a lot of machinery. What do you do now? Shall we load out? Oh, we should have done that before. What is your loadout? I mean, I'm going heavy because we're in full. Uh, That that would go against stealthy. I'll go normal. I'll go normal. Yeah, I'll go normal. Same. Okay, everybody's normal. All right, is Keela with you? No. Okay, Keela stayed behind. So, uh, here you are, <laughs> you're in the dark, you're uh, beside all of this machinery that helps the, the ship anchor, um, and um, you uh, you can tell me what you do next. I kind of look to uh, Juliette and I'm like, this machinery, you might be able to know how to work it. Um, I used uh, ectoplasm on one of the locks on the ship. That was how I was able to access the um, the big man's sort of main room. Perhaps maybe there is something here that you could decipher, which we could sabotage this without causing too much ruckus. Yes, yes, absolutely. In fact, when I was but uh, a student, I uh, interned with a cannoneer. Can I flashback? <laughs> yes, you can. When I had an internship with a cannon maker in Duskfall, when I was wow, getting into my wrecking ways. I didn't know you had ways. that. I know, it's wild, isn't so, it? Way but back, it flashback. Makes sense, because you, know you know how to wreck. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, perhaps, yeah, in the noble... This was a hookup that my parents' academic connections got me. Some noble family uh, got me onto these ship so I could like oh, that's right. You are, you are of like noble blood. Akarosi mm-hmm. uh, noble family. Yeah. Perhaps, okay, perhaps what you saw in the Leviathan hunting ship only confirmed to you that another source of power needed to be <laughs> attained because my god what they do on these things. You're right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I would like to have a, a good understanding of how these cannons work and how I can take them apart. Okay, um, and that's what your flashback does, is it give you an uh, understanding of how the cannons work uh, on, on a ship like this. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So you want to know where to go on the ship, or you want to know how to t- t- how to make the cannon stop working? Both? Yeah, no, it can't be both. Which one is it? <laughs> okay, how to make them stop working. Okay, very good. Um, I just want to see how much you paid attention during your internship or how much you remember. So I want an action roll for that. Okay. Um, let's do... Well, let's just do a tinker. Okay, great. Cool. Okay. Um, it is uh, just a flashback. It's not really important. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, to, to, but I will say controlled for standard effect. Well, I already clicked through, but we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Six. Six. Okay. So um, just the, in the flashback, I want, uh, I was like, uh, and then to clean the device, and then uh, yes. he looks over, and Juliet, you've already taken it into all of its component pieces. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. There are so many applications for this. I mean, imagine you could redesign this to even be faster, louder, or even quieter, more discreet. We're not really supposed to take that part out. Um, oh? Yes, please put it back in. It's explosive. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. I, I get a little bit excited and then I, I, I can't stop myself. I, I, I would put it back. Uh, Okay, um, uh, that flashback all fits with your character's background and everything about your character. It makes sense, so take one stress for that flashback. Ooh. Oh, he's feeling generous. The only problem is you don't... Uh, so you yeah. definitely know how to take the take out the cannons when you get there, but right now you don't know mm-hmm. where the cannons are. You're just in the anchor system. Yeah. Um, I just it- need to find out where they are. In that case, perhaps um, another flashback is in order. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, unless yeah. like, or unless yeah. this would be a gather. I mean, Absolutely. we won't pass the gather information. Let's get but these I want, flashbacks in. I want to get schematics of this of a of a ship like this, and there are sailors in Irondale, of course. And even though the um, the nobles' uh, large leviathan ships are are custom jobs. No one precisely like the other. There must be like uh, similarities in chassis between the different uh, makes and models. And perhaps there are sailors who have served on such Corsairs as the one that we've infiltrated. Um, I would like to have spoken to them. Great. Give me an action roll just to see how it went. Consort. Controlled for standard effect. You're using a flashback, so you get a benefit no matter what. I just want to use the dice to see how the meeting went. Great. Uh, five. Five. So success with a consequence. Uh, well, I can just tell you that you meet an old sea dog mm, who has it. retired from his time at sea. And uh, he uh, actually never served aboard one of the Leviathan Hunters but he is a, a ship's engineer, the kind of guy who helps to fix ships when they are taking on water or have some sort of problem with the anchor system or something like that. And he goes, I tell you where I'd put the guns if I was putting them on a ship that size. Right about here. He's like drawn you like, a, you know, <laughs> in ink, like a diagram of like a Corsair. <clears throat> Definitely. That'd give you the most range. Yes. Riding um, high in the water line, but not so high that um, you could make contact right at the water line of the uh, ship that you're facing off with so they take on water. Yes. Very astute. Thank you, Rusty. <laughs> My pleasure. Ah, uh, and, uh... I'll be drinking at the Steel Hoof from now on, seeing as how the prices are going to be a little lower for me and my boys. Long as you bring your boys, you know, perhaps the uh, <laughs> boots through the door will make up for the drop in price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he looks over at a bunch of all other sea dogs who are like, ah! And he says, <laughs> my boys, yeah. back to. <laughs> Back Are to you sons of Neptune. Or- so, uh, Alden, you think you know where to go? 
All right. How much did that oh, cost uh, me? One stress. That's easy. Noise. Okay. Um. Then uh, it was like, well, we need to get uh, midships. So. And then probably from the from the water, we might have seen stuff that you might be be gun ports, but um. It's dark. No, you yeah. did not. But um. It was yeah, dark yeah. and it was a bit out in the water, so I don't think you did. <clears throat> My guess is we need to go down about two decks till we reach the artillery. Mm. Okay. Um, how many people do we think might be aboard here? Well, I can tell you how many people are aboard. That's where I'll flash back. (laughs) 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 Hey, we got a critical on coming into this score. It makes sense that we are on top of this shit. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. Uh, how did you find out how many people are on board? So I think because now we're working <laughs> with the Imperial, they will have some form of way of, you know, figuring out either like a noble or someone who has essentially, uh, who is part of this 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 group or crew of the ship. And I've just pulled him in a corner and done the good old Valkus beat him up. Oh, I know what I know what happened. They they've been rounding up any nobles that ha- that are in Irondale because the exactly. nobles are essentially yeah. So they the, the 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 captain you were talking to earlier brings you into a room where they're interrogating one of the nobles. Mm. I say, release me at once. This is a absolutely inexcusable treatment. I am right. a member of the House of Valdar. Kind of walk up to him and I just backhand him. Ow! My nose! Ow! You know what they say. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) You probably came in here thinking that you could talk your way out of this. Well, I'll tell you this, sir. You still can. Tell me. How many men are aboard this ship? Uh, uh, I... Uh, most nobles, they only have the the one Leviathan hunter ship. Uh, the upkeep on one of those giant things is uh, is enough to take up uh, a, a noble's entire estate's income. But a few are so privileged that they're able to maintain some corsairs, an entire fleet. Do you know fleet. whose ship it is? Kind of look to the Imperial. I have a feeling. Do we know? I mean, maybe based on what you've told me, I would, and especially if they're asking about the remnant, it would be the um, be strength, strength, strengthford. Yeah, I kind of tried to like, yeah, yes, yes, he's one of them. Yes, he he mans his ships. He has uh, unlimited funds. He he mans his ships uh, considerably. Uh, On a corsair, he'd have as many as. Thirty men. Thirty. That's good to know. <laughs> well, uh, you have been very accommodating. I must say, this was a lot easier than I thought it could have been. It could have gone. Uh, I've so. been cooperative. Can mm. I? Can I go home now? I kind of looked to the Imperial Guard, and I'm like, well, I've got all my information. You may uh, do your. Uh, due diligence if necessary and I kind of leave the room and I flash you back hear them into go. the room yeah you hear them go how do you know about Lord Strangford traitor uh, and uh, 
uh, we come back, and that'll cost you one stress. Boom. And uh, you now know how many men are on this smaller ship. Okay. <laughs> so, but it's a lot. It's a lot because yeah. Strangford has the ability to move a lot of men. Um, okay. So, uh, if this is indeed Strangford. Okay, so um, uh, you are still in the apparatus that works the anchor. And the anchor is down, and it is dark here. Let us move quietly together, one room at a time. All right, so you actually say that you're going down some decks. Is that correct? That's right. I don't totally understand. Boy, these ships are really custom. The anchor is above... (laughs) The artillery. Oh, yeah, the anchor may be low already. No, yeah, no. So these no. custom ships. <laughs> custom ships. Custom ships that, you know, who knows how they build them here in here in the world of Duskfall. So uh, absolutely, you're going to go down a couple decks. So um, you soon come to a ladder that leads out of this sort of machine room for the anchor and down into another kind of, you know, uh, another kind of deck. And um, you can hear movement down there. You can hear people walking about. And you can also feel heat. Great. I'm going to, uh, I think, I'm going to lead a group action. Okay. Um, and it's going to be prowling. And yeah. I think we're going to get a bit, we're going to get closer to, or maybe if we can feel heat and there are people around, I think we're going to cause it, we're going to prowl, but we're going to cause a distraction, essentially. The idea is to kind of, again, use the good old, good old Juliet technique of distracting them on one side and going, going the opposite direction. Okay. So you're going to distract them on one side and then go in the opposite direction. Is that mm. right? Mm. Okay. So, um, is that a group action? A group action is usually where everybody does the same thing. Well, yeah, well the I mean, sneaking part. Yeah, the, the sneaking prowling, part. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you're going to all prowl, uh, and uh, one of you is going in a direction to lead the people away, and the other, the others are kind of going further toward the artillery. Is that correct? Yes, and I'm going to lead them away. And Valkos is the one that's going to lead them away. So the way this works is everyone rolls prowl. Anyone that fails gives Valkos stress. All right. Be careful, my love. And Juliet gives him a quick kiss. I got this. Controlled, right? Uh, this? No, this is risky because if you uh, if you fail this, they are alerted. If everybody okay. fails this, right? Right. Okay. Well, we only need effect. one success, right? Yeah, for we only need one action. success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Standard effect. Yep. Um, that is uh, correct. Yes, and it, like I said, they will be alerted. Not the whole ship, but the people that are down in this this room. I'm feeling lucky or daring. Can I trade my? Uh, <laughs> can I trade my uh, uh, position for great effect? Uh, yeah, you want it to be, uh, you want it to be desperate instead. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, the consequence now will not just be that they are, uh, alerted. It will be that they immediately are able to enter some sort of altercation with you. 
Okay. Oh, oh you no. guys, man. I'm so we sorry. We both failed. We both Russ failed. Russ and I failed. That's sorry for all the stress. Let's see here. He just take one, think- you take you take one stress for each of them, Valkos. Yeah. But here it is, guys. Desperate action for a great effect. Come on, Valkos, die. Come on, come, come on, come on, die. Let's 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 do this, baby. Let's do this. Save us. Five. My it's hero. Success. Yay. Yeah, success. There's a success in there. Success. Too, too stressed, though. Success with a consequence. So here is what happens. Valkos, you uh, managed to uh, you managed to get around to the other side, and what you see is that this deck that you're on, there is an engine apparatus, and there are uh, men hooking up hoses to it, and basically, maybe like uh, you're not sure what they're doing. They're not like it's not on right now, so maybe mm. they're like cleaning it out or doing some sort of maintenance on it. Okay, mm. but um, uh, you have to create a distraction so and you realize that your friends are being quite loud coming down the ladder so you have to make a lot of noise uh and so how do you do that just describe it if you so there's someone already cleaning cleaning this apparatus there are two guys two guys and they they they're hooking up hoses to it is all i can tell you okay i think then is there any switch that i could turn i mean these hoses like can i turn them on to kind of get them to be, like, you know, to shoot whatever's in it at their faces. Okay, that's how you're distracting? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, it's yes, almost like... I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, um, you know, you, uh, you very sneakily, uh, just as Juliet and, and Alden are coming down the ladder and making too much noise, you just flip a random switch, and the thing goes, <laughs> grrr, And um, suddenly, uh, Electroplasm starts uh, spraying out of it because they hadn't gotten the hoses hooked up properly Mm. yet. And the Electroplasm is spraying everywhere. And I will say that Electroplasm is about to spray all over you as well. Because it's like spraying out of this weird engine block. So that means that you are now threatened. What do you do? So if it's if it's about to come at me, I think. Ah, uh, okay. You know what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to flash back again. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that um, I I kind of knew what I was getting into here, right? In the sense of like I know that these guys do, like electroplasm is their thing. It's their, it's, their, it's it's what they it's what they work with, and underneath you know what I'm wearing is some form of electroplasm resistant armor. So I could just in case anything went awry, or you know if they used any sort of weapons that were charged by electroplasm or whatnot, this armor would guard me. So I'd say. um that's my flashback. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you something. I'm not going to take any stress for that flashback if you agree to expend your special armor for it. Absolutely. This isn't exactly how the rules work, but I think that it makes sense. You're saying you have mm-hmm. special. You say you're literally saying you procured special armor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think um, it's. I, yeah. For this, knowing knowing full well that if anything was to, like, especially and specifically on on electroplasm, so nothing, you know. I'd say like anything special in regards to like bullets or whatnot. I'd say it's like I, I knew that if there was going to be some form of I don't know leakage or anything like that, 
this was going to be my gut, my safety, my safety net of handling that. But a lot of uh, you know a sparking, a sparking electroplasm splatters against your like kind of quilted overcoat, and um, wisps of smoke come up, and it smells like ozone. But you are unhurt, Valkos. Meanwhile, the technicians that were working are going, ah, ah, damn it! Who threw the switch? Gah, uh. And I'm going to make my way scarce and go, go, you know, back again. You, uh, you can return to where Juliet and Alden are, and they are now approaching a ladder down to the next deck, which should be the deck with the artillery on it. <coughs> Perfect. Great. Down we go. Okay. Um, uh, let me just describe what you see when you get down there because you don't hear any movement um, and it is dark down there. When you get down there, you now see that you are in a room that is filled with cannonballs. And ahead of you, like, which would be like right at like the as the prow, the very front part, I know nothing about ships. Mm -hmm. Right at the prow of the ship is where these guns are placed. So you can see windows, and you can see, but but it's 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 way ahead of you. It's not like you can't reach out and touch them yet. You have to almost like go into another room, right? Okay. Uh, and you can see the guns up ahead, but you're in a room with a bunch of of cannonballs, and uh, ahead where those guns are, you can see men who are looking through a scope out at the shore, and there <laughs> are. Let me see how many of them there are. There are three of them. And uh, two of let's see let's see if they uh, hear the guys on the deck above screaming. They do, uh, but only one of them is going to investigate. So one of them just turned around and is walking back toward the ladder and where all the cannonballs are. I kind of look to Juliet and I'm like, take the left. I've got the right. There's three mm-hmm. of them. Is Alden well, getting a now. look? There's only two. Because one no, no, he's, gone. The, the third is walking towards us. Oh, right. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yes. What if the time came out first? Yeah, I think... Uh, I think that is once the guy who is walking has placed enough distance from his friends who are concentrating on looking, you know, scoping out... Um, I would like to dart him with standstill poison. Okay, great. This is going to be risky or standard effect, and the consequence if you fail is that he's going to be able to shout and his friends will be in the fight with you immediately. Okay? Okay. Risky or... For standard. Standard? Can I trade, make it desperate for, like, great effect? Desperate for great effect? Hmm. Well, Wait, sorry, what would, no. what would a, Wait. Oh, go ahead. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What would a what a, what would a great effect look like? What are you trying to get? A great me? effect would be he stand he gets stopped in his tracks and his friends don't notice. Like it's he doesn't like. F- a great effect would be how about this? Where he where he stops is so far in shadow. Like you let him get really close. Where he stops mm-hmm. is so far in shadow that even if they turned around, they wouldn't see him there. Oh, frozen. that's yes. nice. Yes. Okay. But because yeah. it's desperate, if you fail this, you're immediately in melee with him. Yeah. 
Because you let yeah. him get close. Like I got close enough, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay here we go. Um, I'm going to tinker this. Precision. Am I going to do anything else to make this roll better? No, let's go. Nah, let's... you're fine. Let's what else do you need? Wait, a four is a success with a consequence. A four is a success with a consequence. And I'm going to say that the consequence is that you actually miss once and then you have to uh, you very quickly get another dart in and blow it and hit him in the neck and he is frozen in place back in the dark where his friends won't see him but sticking out of the wall near where the gunners are the guys with the uh, telescope is a standstill poison dart and they haven't noticed it it's right above their heads and I'm like go go I move in quickly to go and uh, take out. I'm going to take out. I'm going to take them both out. I'm going to push myself to not be trifled with and go full on assassin and take them both out. All right. So you want to kill them? Yeah. Not. Not. You want to kill them? Absolutely. Okay. I mean. Ooh. I mean. We know that these guys. They're probably. I mean. Just judging by their attire. Are they higher tier than us? What did you say? Oh, they're Leviathan Hunter crew. So oh, fuck. Okay, if you're so. dealing with like one of the captains of the Leviathan Hunters, this is how I run mm-hmm. my game or how I have reasoned it out. If you're dealing with like a captain or like a lord that runs one of the ships, <laughs> then you're dealing with a level five tier five opponent. Okay. But if you're dealing with like a lower crew, they might be level three, level four. Okay. They're rarely going to be all the way at your level, Valkos, which is level two. So you are okay. contending with people above your station. And therefore, I'm going to say it would have been limited effect, but you, you used not to be trifled with, right? And also a fine uh, a, a fine uh, hand weapon. So that is also would probably help in some way, shape, or form. I will also okay. assist. Okay, great. Alden's running up as well. Alden, how do you assist in a, in a situation like this? <clears throat> I have, uh, I will, um, I'm still getting the hang of the slide since so many of its powers are relational and social situations like this. I always feel like, uh, I convinced them to, it doesn't really <laughs> make sense. Um, but I, I've just been in a room with a bunch of damn cannonballs. Um, no, I know it's dark. You say, right? Back in the cannonball room, it is. Mo- um, uh, uh, the uh, s- some light is filtering in. Uh, there's some light. I almost said moonlight. There, there is some light uh, uh, coming through the windows of the of the place where the guns are. I want to stay in shadow and throw them off their game by uh, <laughs> yelling, yelling at them and making them think I'm a commanding officer, so that they're they're uh, oh, they snap they snap to attention, and then what come actually comes out of the darkness is. Valkos oh, and the full nice. Yeah. Very oh, good. Love Take that. your stress, add a die for Valkos. Valkos, mm. you're going to make a roll, and if you do so, it's going to be desperate for great effect. If you do it, both of them are out of commission. If you fail, you are immediately in melee with them, and they are a little bit more powerful than you in terms of tier. Uh, okay. So that could be that could be hairy. And we're going to make that roll and find out what happens when we come back from this break.
Welcome back. We are on the gun deck of a Leviathan Hunter Corsair owned by the enigmatic and corrupted Lord Strangford. And Valkos, our cutter, is about to try to murder two sailors at once with the help of Alden Sykes. So, Alden, from out of the darkness, what do you say to impersonate a, an officer? Um, what is the... Uh, he, like, and, and you, maybe you haven't seen him do this. A, I think this guy can really turn it on when he has to. And uh, just kind of, like, locks eyes with you, Valkos, like, nods, and then turns towards him and is like, What is the meaning of this? Uh, <whistles> officer on the deck! <laughs> Everyone stand to! Immediately, the two Leviathan Hunter sailors turn, go into attention, and salute as Valko steps out of the darkness. And now tell me, do I get a bonus die for the assist? Yes. Mm -hmm. As long as my friend Alden takes a stress. A stress taken. A five success with a consequence. With four dice, jeez. I know, man. So the consequence is... That one of them gets to scream. What? One of them gets to scream. It's not a silent takedown. Can I resist that consequence? You can. I'd like to resist that consequence. Okay, great. Um, go ahead and tell me how you're resisting it, and then you can go ahead and uh, take six stress, but then roll a die to mitigate some of that stress. So we remembered I, all the rules today. Oh, man, I'm so on it. So um, I, I would, I think... What happens is I'm able to get one in the neck and, you know, just silence them. The second one kind of turns to me and I sort of slice his, like, slice the cheek. But And I see he's about to scream and I'm able to quickly adjust myself. And as he opens his mouth, the knife just drives into his, drives into his mouth. Wow. So, um, yep. That is so brutally awful. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Okay, let's resist. Thank you, thank you. Let's resist. (laughs) Um, all right, where is resist now? I'm sure there's a button here that you press to resist. I think you just click resist. on the well, on the the attribute that you're using to resist, right? Yes, which attribute are you using? Skirmish. Wait, but I need skirmish. to roll one die though, right? Um, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I might have described it that way, but I was wrong. Juliet is right. You pick... Yeah, the attribute that you're using to resist, and then mm. you, which I think will be prowess in this case, if I'm not if I'm if right. I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then uh, what you will do is uh, your highest die will mitigate the amount of stress you take. You're taking six stress, five. but you rolled a five, so you only take one stress to resist. Boom. Amazing. Okay. So I think Alden sees this, and then with sees how easily you just kind of shake it off, and my blood turns to ice for a second. It's like, <laughs> and you kind of see this. And even out of out of yourself now, because you're part of this crew, you see this sort of thing come out of you, like <sighs> for a second. Yes, Alden for a second feels like he's gonna throw up. He's like, oh god! I, in his head, he's like, I thought you're gonna disable him and knock him out. I didn't mean to kill him. My god! And then <sighs> smoke just belches out of his mouth and nose as and eyes as. As uh, the crow's veil goes into effect. <laughs> What's amazing go- is, are there spirit crows in Irondale? I don't oh. know. <laughs> Good. But crow's veil is still working. A contingency. It's a ritual we do before mm. the before the mm-hmm. score, right? Yeah, exactly. No, it is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Well, regardless, you are any supernatural detection of murder has been mitigated, and so um, you are now on the deck with one frozen sailor, two sailors that have been, let's be frank, butchered, and two enormous guns. The guns are on swivels, and the windows that they kind of go through, it's where you can point the guns at the front of the ship, the prow, like toward where the ship is going, or you can turn them so that they can shoot things on the side of the sh- to either side of the ship. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yes, thank you. Uh, your arm gestures were correct, you Ross. Got those, like cranks, you've to, got like, like those cranks them. to swivel them. Yeah. So it actually takes four guys to ru- to to move the two guns, and then probably more guys to help to load them. I'm gonna walk up to Valkos and say, I, I see the way that Alden reacted, so I say this quietly. The other one. He will have seen both of your faces. <laughs> and I'll move kind of, towards the cannons. I move slowly towards the guy who stood still and just behind, sort of, yeah, just as just twirling the knife. <laughs> this is Blast. him. Silence. <laughs> and the only thing that you can see, like, he's, he can't move anything but his eyes. There's just something. Maybe he can just, like, dilate his pupils, kind of. He's just like... Can E can't talk when they're on standstill, can they? Nope. Mm-mm. Straight in the throat, gut them like a like a goat. <laughs> Alden, how are you feeling about all this butchery? Um, shaken. Um. Um. Yeah, not not. Of course, he sees the pragmatism of it to cover our tracks, but um. Just three, three people wantonly taken out, like in such quick succession, and and uh, after you're done, like I'm now, now is not the time to have a have a chat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see the. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip around and uh, and walk over to to Juliet, and uh, she's like, right, let's get this disabled, and get off this fucking ship, okay. Juliet. You know everything about these guns. You have options. The first option is you can take it apart, take a piece out so that it just won't work. The second option is you can make it so that when someone tries to use this gun, it blows up. That's the one. (laughs) Okay. There is some risk involved because, as you can see, it's an explosive sort of endeavor. So, would you please let me know what action you're going to use to do that? Yes. Um, and since Alden has come over, I sort of say, <laughs> now help me. Do exactly as I say. Very One well. false move. And none of us are getting off this ship. Alright. Um, I would... I'm going to use Tinker for, for this. Um, is that what you asked me? Like, how am I doing this that's right so i can tell you you have to do one gun at a time okay Okay. so so you'll have to do it you'll have to do it twice unless you want to somehow you know increase your effect or uh you know what i mean like you you, you, yeah yeah, yeah. to do to do both of them really quickly i can also tell you that you now hear a lot of footsteps up on the deck above you and some shouting yeah so i'll try to move quickly here 
Um, I will use Tinker. I will use fine tinkering tools that are in bold in my leech loadout. Okay. Um, in order to help with this quickly, or should I be... Yeah, fine tinkering tools makes sense. All right. And I'm going to try to make quick work. I will try to... How many cannons do we have here? Two. There are two there's big only ones. Two, okay, there's two big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As you are doing this... Mm-hmm. I am grabbing the bodies and staging it to look like a fight between the three of them. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, um, uh, let's uh, f- let's deal with that first. <laughs> Alden, how do you make it look like there's a fight between the three of them? Because here's Alden's thought: like, if 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 the other crew members walk into a situation of total chaos, how are they not going to know that something has fucking happened in here? Um, yeah. Like uh, part of this sabotage is to is to work quietly and 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 not leave a, a terrible amount of chaos in our wake. Um, deception is of the of the essence. So um, so uh, I did not wish this to become a contingency, but it has become a contingency. So here we are. Um, I'm going to make this. I'm grabbing knives and and tools off the wall to make it look like this was a an argument that got out of hand. Okay, and I can tell you that the guy that was hit with standstill poison, due to the nature of how standstill poison works, even though his throat has been slashed and he's dead, his muscles have been tightened so much that he is still standing. Great. I yank the uh, standstill poison vial out of the wall um, where it was stuck and put it into the hands of one of the other two. Um, yes, drag them all together. So um, drag them all together. I'm putting a, I'm putting like a, a sharp um, wrench or whatever into the or file or some other piece of equipment into the hand of one. I'm, I'm like uh, put, keeping my gorge down as I almost insert that into the stab wound. I'm, I'm, look, I'm making this look like like a horrible murder I scene. Take, I take one of the wrenches and I start beating one of the dead bodies. Like as if to kind of show, like, and I kind of look and I'm like, it's as if they had a fight, yes? And I yes. beat them, like, a few times to kind of get some bruises on and then put it back. So, Valkus, you can assist. Alden, mm-hmm. you need to give me an action roll to do this, and because you are soft, it's limited effect. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm attempting a, because I'm creating a tableau, I want to say that this is a sway. I'm trying to convince whoever comes upon this that this is a plausible um, scene that they're walking into. Um, the only other things I could really say that this would be w- would be like finesse to or or I think uh, this way makes sense because you're trying to convince, right? Yeah. And, I, and could I and would my assist wreck, rather than maybe rather than get well wreck wreck is more destroy, right? Yeah, yeah. You're creating a really piece wreck- of art in a way. I, I, say, like, I think Sway is with pe- oh, forgive me guys I think Sway is with people who are listening to you you know it's governed by resolve hmm. I don't know if it would be a Sway I mean you can use any action to do anything but I don't know if I'm quite convinced it says Sway someone with deception or bluff as well right. in there I'm attempting ah. to bluff people who are not present but I am I am communicating to them with the staged tableau that I am creating. Okay, very good. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And based on would, based on uh, Josephine's uh, description, where the definition. Yeah. And would my assist rather than necessarily be 
because you know I'm beating this body, right? I'm not necessarily, um, and that's a deep, that's a level of detail that would essentially increase the effect. I tell you what this is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, please go, go, go. I'm looking at the book, and something that we almost never use for teamwork scenarios is a setup action. And a setup action means you just take a, a action that sets the next action up for success. Um, your maneuver gets a plus one effect or improves the position for the following role. So you beating up these guys seems like a setup for the um, staging. Hmm. So that could pr- that could be a situation where it improves the uh, um, effect level. Normally, a setup action means that you have to roll an action, and if it's successful, the next roll gets a plus one. So in that case, I guess it would be like a a uh, skirmish to see how plausibly. Or, or something. Yeah, Valco, yeah, Valco's rules of skirmish. We are spending make. a lot of time just abusing these corpses. <laughs> I don't want to get too lost in the yeah, sauce but, uh, of the rules of this well, moment, but, this but is, however you want to do it. This is our escape. I mean, essentially, this yeah. is the I'm end. Gonna, of- oh, you think it's the end? Girl! I think it's the end. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, so far it's going pretty well, but I, I I would say I don't think it's a setup. Although you guys should remember setup actions; they're a great tool for yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't. I know, think it is great. just an assist. An assist. It's great. Okay. Here we go. It's an assist. If he takes the stress, <laughs> I'll roll the. Um, but would it be for effect or would it be for for die? Yeah, can you I get that? You can make it for effect if you want. Great. Um, so is this risky or controlled or? This is uh, this is risky. Um, and it will be for the, uh, the standard effect that there will be a, a tableau that has to be investigated by any observer. Like, any observer is going to go, wait, what's this? And investigate this before they look at anything else, okay? That is what, that's what you want, right? That's right. Okay, but there is a, there is a risk here. And the consequence will not be immediately physical. It will be emotional to Alden Sykes because he is soft and uh-huh. something about abusing these corpses is really bothering him. Yeah. Um, f- screwing around with these dead bodies is like, yeah. he's um going pale. It's hard for him. So this is, but this is standard effect with the assist, but I'm rolling the same amount of dice. Here we go. And I rolled a six. Yes. There it is. Um, okay. no, no consequence then. You managed to managed to steal your nerves and you have set these guys up to look like there has been some sort of altercation and, um, and and you can just imagine like Alden like just having a brief memory of him and two accomplices in a situation much like this in another town in Severos where like suddenly one turns on the like Mexican standoff guns go off and uh, he's walking away with a wound but and he's basically just re- recreating a tableau he's been a participant in um, you hear a voice now. Well, let's go to Juliet first. Okay. Juliet, were yeah, you trying let's... to get both guns very quickly at once, or were you trying to do one at a time? What, what does the difference get? One will be harder. Me. One will be harder and more risky. Trying to do both, trying to, try to double time it basically, and it's not like you're doing them both at once, like reaching over to both of them. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like but you're quick, trying to double time speed, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I am daring, part of this daring group. I will try to do both. Okay, really good. That's going to make it a desperate action. Okay, okay. it's going to be desperate. Uh, but um, it's going to be great effect, meaning you get two guns like really quickly. And okay. the consequence will be that if you fail this, 
you it might get explosive. That's what hurrying yes. does. Yes. It makes the, uh, the potential for an explosion much more possible. Amazing. The fine tinkering tools, does that bring up the effect? Well, you already are going to get great effects, so... Um, Is there anything high? It's just desperate. Extreme, I think. There's no such thing as an extreme effect, I don't There think. is. There is? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, you can, you can get extreme or like, zero. Could me using these fine tinkering tools be that I'm even lacing an even stronger explosive in here? So when they backfire, it really, destroys really backfires. The, it destroys the whole ship? Yes. Yeah, you got um, a great or extreme effect. I'm looking at uh, great standard or limited effect effect levels, page 24. Oh, it's, I, for some reason it's on the 20. <laughs> I think they've got like extreme. Oh, but. yeah, I think that's why I have it in my head. That's right. right. Okay, we'll just keep it right then, right? Well, do, okay. you want the, do you want the explosion? But I do to want that, yeah. Do you want the explosion to destroy the guns and destroy anybody in this room when it goes off, or do you want the explosion to destroy the ship? I wanted to take out the ship because I don't need them speaking our names to the Imperial soldiers. Okay. I mean, um, I'm just going to say that the consequence is going to... Okay, if you fail, the mm-hmm. consequence will hurt you, Valkos, and Alden, <laughs> who are all in the room. Yeah. Right? But you yeah. will set up an explosion that will that will take out the whole ship. I'm gonna push myself. Let me tell you what level the harm is gonna be. I yeah. It's gonna Go be on. it's gonna be a level three harm. Technically, for me, it'll be two because you know I'm a tough as <laughs> Oh, I forgot your <laughs> your little trick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I push myself for you got this. You got an this. extra die. This is okay. desperate. This is desperate. This on, is man. great effect. Having staged, can I also assist with this? Yes, you may. I do so. Okay. Perhaps You're I'm assisting. working alongside okay. you, just taking your orders quietly, um, trying All to right. speed this along. There's a bonus die. Okay. All right. So two bonus die. Let's do, do this. Ha- All right. I'm taking two two stress for that. Or, no, one just one. When you assist. Just yeah. one right. for you. I can't you assist go. either as well, can I? Um. Yeah, you may. Well, well actually, no. I think because let's I've just assisted. go. You've yeah. already assisted. Let's yeah. let's okay, leave it cool. at that. Okay. Here we go. A six. Oh my There's God. A six. That, was, that was a clear success. Oh, yeah, there were no failures in there. No actually, failures. all four well, fives and sixes. The, there was a lot of goddamn dice too. Okay. So. <laughs> so. uh Jared angry, baby no, angry. I'm not, Jer- I'm not angry. Jerry angry. I'm not angry, baby not angry. Uh, so uh, you uh, you lock the last piece into place, and you now know that if someone tries to fire these guns, it will it will destroy the entire ship. Yeah, and, and I you think hear. I turn. Oh, you now hear a voice from up above. Tolliver, Stiggs, get up here. We need to go yep. quickly. Mm-hmm. Tolliver! Stiggs! You said that they were looking out. Like, can we shimmy along the guns themselves and and, and, uh, and just dive jump out into, into the, the sea? Yeah, but it's a tricky climb. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, okay. let's do it. Is everybody going to try this tricky climb out uh, onto the guns, out the out the kind of gunnel windows? I'm I'm going to lead a prowl roll. Right. A prowl. Yeah. Here we go again. 
Yeah. All right. This is it, go. guys. Come on. Hey, guys, I, I have a fail you this time. Oh, I God. have a grappling hook. Oh, shit. Yeah. That I built forever ago. That's my gadget and my loadout. All so right. Can, would that help? Yeah, I, I think it. it yeah, could it at I, least give me one die. I have zero prowl. Um, could it give you one die? Huh. Well, usually don't 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 um tools usually increase your effect. I think so. Um, yeah. I don't know what a gadget specifically does. I, yeah, I think maybe they just usually the increase yeah. your effect or allow you to yeah. uh, affect things that are a tier higher, you know, in a, okay. in a better way. So, so can we use it towards that? Yes, you can. You can use it toward effect. So um, that would be my effect then, my group effect, right? Yeah. Right, well, well, remember in a group action, if anybody succeeds, the action succeeds. But yeah. the mm-hmm. person that's leading it takes stress for everybody who yeah. rolls a one, two, or three. Totally cool. Okay, right. so um, let's say that this is risky Yeah. for standard effect, but okay. if you're using the grapple, you'll get great effect. Okay. <laughs> standard effect I think gets you out onto the guns okay great effect what does great effect do oh I know what great effect does okay standard effect gets you into the water and you have to swim to your boat great effect gets you right back down into the boat you used to get here holy great. shit okay. okay this is it guys Because you like swivel the gun all the way around to where it's kind of almost hanging over your boat okay <laughs> nice. the consequence the consequence yeah. if you fail is that one of you gets stuck because these windows are big enough to swivel guns around. They're not really meant for people to climb out of them. Okay. Okay? Okay. Oh. Let's do this. Right, you want us to do ours first? Yeah, you do yours yeah. first. Here we go. Prowl. <sighs> two from me. Guys, we got twos and ones here. Two stress. Two stress from us. Yeah, you're watching us really fumble this. Here it comes. Four. (gasps) Okay. Success Success with a consequence. Success with a consequence. Valkos, even though you're leading it, you're the last to go. Okay. Okay. You, uh, you watch your friends climb out onto the tip of the gun. And use the grapple to kind of lower themselves. And you get out onto the gun. And you look back. And you see someone has just come down the ladder. And that person is looking at the tableau that Alden set up. He's not looking at you. He immediately investigates the tableau, which was carefully set up. And it's like, what has happened here? And you immediately see that it is Eric. Lord Strangford's assistant and lieutenant, whom earlier had dealings with Ecphelia, whom you oh. met aboard the crucifix. He is here in Severus. Do you continue down into the boat? No. Uh, uh, uh. I go for Eric. <laughs> okay. Uh. Uh, you turn around. You climb back. Uh, I will allow our our other two uh, players to be halfway down the grappling line to the boat, right? So if you choose to turn back, you can, right? Because um, you were waiting for Valkos to come down the line as well. And I Valko, have my... Valkos, Eric is not paying attention to you. He's and I've looking got a... at... Yeah, I'm going to pull a pistol 
and place it delicately on, on, on the back of his head or on his head. Oh, now, to get that close, you will need to give me an action roll. Okay, a prowl roll. Prowl, man. Okay, great. So here's the here's the thing. This is going to be risky for standard effect. If you do it, you'll be able to put a gun to his head. If you fail, he's going to turn and get to react. Okay. Can I say, Junian will go back up, but not in, but to be, like, looking through the whatever port horror that, the, that we came out of and is just hanging on the outside of the ship. Okay. Falcos, give me that prowl roll. Oh, uh, yeah. Six. We, a six. Oh! You see Falcos go back into the ship. Yeah. Juliet, you can see what he's done. He has uh, he has cornered uh, Eric. Eric, uh, you know, of course, in, uh, in a, a fine uniform of the Leviathan Hunters, a, a great coat with uh, embroidered with the, the, the seal of the Strangford House. Um, uh, I'm not sure how I described Eric before or if I even <laughs> described him, but he is sort of, and he's now bald. Whatever he was before, he's like now shaved off all of his hair and he wears um, glasses that make him look quite learned and scholarly. They're like mm. round glasses and now there is a gun to the back of his head. What a fantastic surprise. My dear... Dear friend, turn around, turn around, look at me, look at me. He turns around. Ah, Mr. Valkers, hmm. I've been looking for you. I know, we heard. That's why we're here. Tell me, did you come all this way just for the remnant? Well, not entirely, no. Although that was a little extra job that had been given to me. Really? To find you and destroy you, yes. To find us and destroy us and tell me, who gave you that job? <laughs> the remnant are the enemies of all the Leviathan hunters. Which means you are the enemies of the future govern government of the Empire. But I heard that, uh, I mean, you, you Leviathan hunters are, are struggling a bit. No, no, the war effort's going quite well. Oh, and um, I should mention something else. Degathos. Suddenly, something starts glowing red inside of his shirt. Oh, no. Can I do something? Yes. You're a, little ways, you're a little ways back with Valkos yeah. in the way. Oh, he's in the way? Yes. I can't see. I have no visual. You, you describe um, yourself Eric. as hanging out on the back of the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah on, on the, the grappling side of the hook. Ship. I'm looking through the whatever hole we came out of. Uh, I, I don't have eyes on strength on Eric. Then you you do, but Valkos is in the way. So he says, "Degathos." Does that is that anything? Does that? I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not in my memory at, at all. Where I would think about this, but I. Okay. There's really, yeah, there's nothing that, that you remember about Degathos. <sighs> Can I hit him gonna... with a dart or no? You could, but it's going to be limited effect because Valkos is in the way. I'm going to, if I see this, I'm going to attempt Damn. to kick him and shoot him. Okay, uh, as you do that, his uh, his his clothes on the front of him 
go up in flames and something is jumping out of his chest at you. What the actual fuck? Something Uh, on fire is jumping out of his chest at you. So your role will be desperate for standard effect, meaning... What? I was just like, remember what we read in the journal? That uh, Strangford's been communing with... With the demons of the deep. Okay, so then if if that's the case, yeah, 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 yeah good, good. That's true. We did read that. I'm a ghost fighter, so can I activate my ghost fighter effect to have some more effects, a better effect? Or are you a demon fighter? Well, I think a supernatural cause, supernatural. Uh, yeah, it's a, a. Well, yeah, demons are supernatural. Uh, yeah, demons are supernatural, yes. Um, so I'll let that mitigate, uh, one of Eric's tears, which brings cool. him down to fourth level. You still have no effect against him and his, uh, his demon magic. Okay. Oh, I've got man. my not-to-be-trifled-with active. Uh, is it still active? Yes. Yeah, it would still be active. Okay, so that brings you down to limited effect against him. Okay. Now, I find... <sighs> My fine hand weapons, it's not really... But it doesn't work as a... Pi- what, what does a pistol... I mean, a pistol is just standard, right? Because it isn't a special pistol. It's not a special pistol. So it's, li- so it's limited right now, right? Uh, it is limited currently. Okay. And it's for... And I'm in a desperate position already, aren't I? You are, I'm afraid. Because this thing that's leaping out of him is going to hurt you. I'm... I want to uh, break free... I want to <laughs> don't break the song. Um, I, want I want to, to break free. <laughs> okay, what about? Can I have a devil's bargain? You can. You can. What are you seeking to do here, though? First, you're trying to. I'm do trying you to kick him, or do you want to shoot him? I think I'm. I think I'm. I want to essentially. I want to shoot him, really. And okay. the idea is, I think I know that. After seeing this, I'm not really necessarily going to... It's not going to kill him, but it's enough for me to kind of back off and get out, essentially. Because we know something that he doesn't, right? If, you know... what? Let's Actually, yeah, let's just, let's just try that for now. So I'm going to try and shoot him and try and get out. Can okay. I flashback to equip that gun with a silencer? <laughs> Um, let's deal with, uh, let's, uh, let's, yes, you, the answer is yes, but let me first say that I want to give this devil's bargain to Valkos, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Valkos, you want an extra die, right? Mm. Okay. Oh, no, so, actually, a better effect. You want better effect? Okay, that makes sense. So, in order to get your better effect, you need to go ahead and agree to take a level two burn. Okay. The fire coming off of this guy already has burned you. Uh, and you have to kind of, like, remain steady with your shot, even though all of this fire is blasting into your face. I'll take that. Okay. So, uh, put Scorched uh, on your level two harms. Uh, and uh, I will say, I'll be a super nice dude and say that that harm doesn't go into effect until your next action. So you don't take no- negative one okay. die yet. Okay. okay, and and as a quick question, I would I imagine that that scorch would have been a level three, but it's gone to level two because of the because of my my uh, toughest nets. Uh, no, actually, it'll go to level one. Okay, because of toughest right. nails. Just, just wanted to double check, but yep. uh, thank you. 
Yeah. Right, here we go. And, uh, and Ooh, wait. He's I, so tough. Juliet, <laughs> you can do a flashback. You can take one stress. Okay. And uh, you know what? We don't need to go into a whole scene. No. Just yeah. to suffice it to say, you know what? I would just like to say for, for just five seconds, we see an image of Juliet chasing Una around the workshop trying to get the silencer off of her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Here, we, here we go, Talcos. Here we go. Five, five success yeah. with a consequence. So, here's what I think. I think you shoot Eric. You don't shoot him in the head. You shoot him in the shoulder, and he's like, ah. And he falls back. The thing that leaps out of him looks like a hound with horns made of fire. And it doesn't it doesn't immediately slam you into the ground, but it is now standing before you, growling, and as it bears its teeth, licks of flame escape its mouth. It is not only physically dangerous because you can feel the heat radiating off of it. It is mind-numbingly horrifying. Okay. Right? So it uh, not only affects you physically, it can affect you mentally. It is a demon. Okay? You... I think the, the real consequence the real consequence is that you start to see that the fire coming off of this thing is spreading along the wall. And that's when you realize Juliet rigged the yeah. guns to explode. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think Juliet at this point, right, because this is passing, this is getting uh, dire, is going to say, Falcos, Falcos, get out! Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to book it. I'm going to try and make a dash for it, man. The demon is going to chase you and try to leap on you and use its fiery jaws to rip your throat out. So, uh, let's see. It is a level 5 monster, and uh, you are a level 2 scoundrel. So, right now, as you run from it, you have zero effect. What are you going to do? (laughs) May I I take a flashback? Yes, you may. Last, when when, um, Alden exercised the uh, ghost that had been haunting him. He went to a whisper in Daggertown. And um, I think he's maybe gone there a couple more times when he's seen uh, things in his peripheral vision. He knows that this score is going to take them out on the water. Um, And while there are all kinds of howling undead things in the Deathlands that he's that Alden has traversed. Going out into the sea, even just the beach, is uh, horrifying because of what's in there. So even though he didn't plan for a demonic contingency on the ship, he did plan for a demonic contingency for the yeah. water. Oh, yeah. Because um, they're leviathans and they're their offspring and archons swim in the ink-dark uh, voids. So he asked this whisper to provide us all D6 
demon being charms for this, uh, which is a type of thing that's that's usually on like a whispers loadout. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I asked for this to be done um, as I have a spirit bane charm from this uh, from this woman, and I would like to get demon bane charms from this woman. Very good. I think that um, I think that's going to cost you two stress. Oh, and yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any coin? Um, do I have any coin? Great question. I think I spent it already. Okay, then let's say that you uh, that you have to return the demon bane charms. You got it. Or you're or you're going to lose this woman's trust and uh, the ability to work with her. And as you saw, she was quite competent. Yes, I. Would uh, be a, 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 it would be sad to lose her. I okay. promise her that I'll bring them back safe. You know, if you are dealing with demons, I don't want you coming around here. There's no deals being made. That's not the sort of bargain I strike. I'm not worried about demons dealing with me. I'm worried about them ambushing me and my associates out there on the water. I know it lurks down there. I just want safe. I just want safe passage over still waters, and once we've gone and returned, you'll have your charms back. Going on a boat trip. I just understand. So. Yes, I understand. She uh, puts on her mask, which makes her look like kind of like a little cupid cherubim, and then opens up a chest, and pulls out three charms, and goes, "Take them." Return them. You're a hex on your house. Great. I take them, and each each one is a look. Let's see, though, they're like little rings. Um, oh yes, sure. But they're not. But it's not like metal. Like it's it's like woven like hemp or something. Or is it maybe human hair? Ugh. And, uh, and then yeah. attached to each one is like a a triple cross. A cross with three uh, bands over it. Who knows what that signifies? <laughs> yes, some dagger Isles mojo. But mm-hmm. regardless, snapping back to the present, Valkos has one on his finger. Hmm. So that will hopefully help. Help <sighs> close. Yeah, how the, does that? How does that help, Jim? The gap. Well, I'm trying to change the effect, right? Well, listen. Mm. If you want to just have it help the effect of your roll, you can do that. Or you could try something other than running. You could try using this charm in some way. Yes, I'm going to use the charm. Great. And I'm shouting, Falcos, you have to get out now! (laughs) I'm going to use the charm. I'm going to hold as it comes at me. I'm going to kind of push my hand forward. Um... Okay, can can I attempt to... How big is the fire there? Is it, like, literally, like, you know, the sort of... Tss, like, uh, uh, this something thing being is, lit? This thing is supernatural, and so it's not like, oh. it's, it's, not like it's caught the curtains or that, I it see. Is, um, that it's, like, going along some, some gunpowder. It's, like, it's just, like, making fire kind of... <laughs> Like, you know, right. it's, it's billows of fire w- w- wafting off of it and getting, okay. uh, sa- uh, 
terrifyingly close to the guns. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Valkos, you're going to put your hand forward with the charm uh, and try to use force of will with the charm. What action do you think you're going to use? Uh, I think it's it's more of a... It's, it's, it's not necessarily to stop them. It's I'm moving myself back, right, as I'm doing this. So, trying to get out, really. Um, so, I kind of want to say it's... I'd say it's command. It has to be a command. I was going to try command. and do like, a, yeah, because it's, it, I mean, like it isn't a tune because otherwise I'd be trying to communicate with it. And I don't think I'm trying to communicate with it. I'm trying to, trying to dominate it, essentially. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Your, your command, uh, your command uh, will work. I will allow command. Um, and I will only allow it because you are carrying a demon bane charm. So, um, I'm going to say your command even has limited effect. Now, here's what I mean by that. It means that you can make it for a second. Pause. Look okay. another direction. Something very limited. Something that it can, you know, one limited action mm. can you command it to do. You can't go, go attack your master or r- run back up into the ship. Like, you, it's just like one little thing that you can command it to do if you're successful. If you fail, it is going to give you a level three harm. Okay. Desperate for limited effect. Here we go, team. Come on, baby. Let's do this. Come on. Oh, my God. A two. Oh, God. Wait, wait. Can I resist a failure? Like resist the consequence. You can resist. Yeah, anything, yeah. right? I'm yeah, you can resist it. anything. Yeah, good idea. Um, the thing. How leaps much stress on do you have left? I have two stress left. The thing leaps on you, uh, and your skin is burning, and its uh, jaws of fire are about to clamp onto your throat. Please give me uh, a resistance roll. I think that okay. in order for you to resist this, it's going to have to be, my friend. It's going to have to be resolve. Okay. Because this thing is a supernatural entity. He gone. Oh god. The highest result was okay, two so on the resist. Are, so you are knocked out? I'm out. Oh no. So I'm here's out. what happens. Uh but John I've resisted Harper, it though. Yeah. John Harper re- recently he recently clarified this mm-hmm. in the Discord for Haunted City. Basically, if you you're gonna take a trauma, Valkos, okay? Uh, and you are sort of out of the score, usually. Um, for that scene, but what he actually meant was you can still act, you just can't like do anything that involves rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, yeah, I think Juliet's gonna jump in there if you're on the if, uh, uh, yeah, um, oh, God. but so, I've resisted it. So, what to so oh, surely I've well, given yeah. myself a moment of time. Yeah, oh yeah, you resist it, you resisted it, so you just, yeah, you haven't taken the burn, you're not out of the score, but you have stressed yourself out, right? Yes. Okay. You were so, fighting it, yeah? So either away. either way... Away. I, was, no, I was not fighting it, I was backing away, I was trying to get out. So that's the thing, so like, I was moving my way back, to, and then to get out okay. of the space, so yeah. Okay. Either way, you're gonna take a trauma, and you can no longer do anything that involves, like, rolling. No. Okay. 
So I, I don't know. Do you think the trauma is mental or it's got to be mental, right? And I, I, I think the, I think I've already got an idea of what the trauma is, but uh, I'll well, play I'll, it. Play it for me now. Tell me what's happening. Um, I think what ends up happening is as I kind of as I back away, this I see this sort of demon looking at me, and it's kind of piercing into my my soul and my eyes, and all you suddenly see is me just start barking like a dog and I'm like barking at it and it's like it's vicious and it's like horrifying and it's like it's it's just it's 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 almost demonic in a in a way and I think my trauma is viciousness and there is this sense of now just this it's almost like infected me with its anger um, as I'm sort of like dealing with dealing with what's happening and with the fires it's like my I panic state now is just like yeah I'll take it one step farther. It decides not to rip out your throat, but it considers you for a moment, and then it, it like filled like threads of ectoplasm that that are like burning red, like stretch out from it to you, and are like kind of like uh, just like the builder, like going into your orifices as it sort of feeds uh, or uh, fills you with rage. Yep. Uh, Valkos can no longer roll. Can I... Can I try something? I think someone should. Okay, if he was backing up towards me, right, towards this opening anyway, can I somehow hook the other end? We have climbing gear, too, that I can also take off onto me. Go to grab Valkos and just jump out the side. Yes. This is going to be... This is going to be desperate... For standard effect. Now listen, listen what this means. It's desperate because if you fail this, you escape, but Valkos doesn't. He stays on the ship. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing. Alright, so I'm gonna use skirmish in this because I'm really kind of tackling I feel like the level of rushing oh, yeah. is happening. I'm like, like tackling him move. and jumping feels out. feels like a skirmish move for sure. Yeah, no problem um, with that. If I push myself right now to trauma, will this resolve? Uh, yeah. If you push yourself and you get a trauma, it will resolve. Then but I will assist still a, also. A, still a chance of failure, as you recall. Like, yeah. Of course, yeah. Okay. And uh, how are you assisting Alden Sykes? Um, I, I, maybe I yell down like, "Get ready," because I'm gonna be jumping. I think I'm holding onto the uh, the rope of the uh, of the Gatling gun, um, and I pinched it between my between my feet. I'm kind of stabilized there, mm. and I've just been looking up like, "On the nine, what is going on? Come on, come on, Danny!" As uh, as I'm just hanging there, I'm seeing flames lap out of the out of the window. Like, what is going on? And uh, I'm being told to get ready because you're just going to grab him and like fall <laughs> and backwards, back. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I see how you're assisting. I think you're 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 the guy down in the boat. You've got to grab yeah. them. What I do is I yeah I just kind of like loosen my grip on the on the on the rope, loosen my grip with my feet, and just <sighs> go like all the way down, like drop into the boat, and I'm just kind of like there waiting to receive them. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. So that's uh, an extra die for you. You have to take a stress, Alden. That's right. And uh, are you ready? Are you ready, Juliet? Desperate <laughs> for standard effect. 
Okay. Here we go. Yes. Five. Oh, what a, a five, five, man. You grab Valkos. You jump with him. And uh, the consequence is going to be, I'm going to roll right now to see whether the entire ship blows up. Oh, I hope it. I hope. If I roll a one to a three, it blows up and you take harm. If I roll four, five, or six, it does not blow up. I'm rolling it on one fortune die. You ready? Mm-hmm. You guys are blasted through the air way past Alden out toward the shore both of you take uh, a level we'll call it a level 3 harm um, technically level 2 right for me because I'm a for you, it's, for you it's level 2 and yeah, the harm is I'm, I'm holding you for once so I take the break <laughs> crunched yeah, and the harm the harm is called um, the harm is called blown up. Okay, blown this is the most action movie. Like you jumped out yeah, right before right? a fireball like exploded behind you. Um, red and orange light fills the area. The Imperial military hiding on the shore, like. <laughs> <laughs> Alcos and Juliet. Ah! Alden. <laughs> Does, am I okay in the boat? Um, we'll find yeah. out next week. Great. We'll we'll see you next time, everybody. That was our show. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Amazing. This has been Haunted City. I'm Jared Logan, Josephine McAdam, Ross Bryant, <laughs> and Abu Salim. That was a hell of a score. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next Good. time. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.